don't even know what to say. Welcome back to the Good Girl Pod. Hi, Good Girlies. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. I'm Jules. You might know me as your ex co-host slash co-host once more. I'm Charm. I'm so nervous. Um. Yeah. What do people come back? They're like, we actually liked it better without her. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Wait, now I'm having flashbacks of our breakup episode where we literally sat we and, sat cried. and <laughs> cried. Oh my so God. So fucking dramatic. So dramatic. We should have known. And then we went back to our rooms that are right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so dramatic? We were literally still living right next door to each other. It was really dramatic. So sorry. I'm dead. It's like living that. with your exes. <laughs> living with your ex. <laughs> living with your ex. Oh my God. Yeah. For anyone wondering, we never ended on bad terms. Sometimes people ask about it on TikTok and I'm like, we literally are roommates. Like, my there's- parents <laughs> thought that we were on bad terms. Like everyone thinks that we're on bad terms. I'm like, no, we're literally still super good friends. We live literally next door to each other. We yeah, we talk all the time. Yeah. Like nothing changed. We just we stopped just talking on camera. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. If anything, our relationship got better because we yeah. were we were friends just to be friends, not yeah. because we were working on something together. Yeah, which was very right. foreign. But yeah, um, do we explain ourselves? <laughs> Do we need to explain ourselves? Obviously, you know what's going on here. You know what? That should be it. If you know somebody broke up and then there you see them back together, don't ask. You know what happened. You it's know obvious. what fucking happened. It's they got obvious. back together. They worked things out, worked out their differences. But yeah, I don't know. We're we're back, baby. Back and better than ever. <laughs> we actually are back and better than ever. Yes. And I will say, while I don't condone going back to your exes, and Julia is, mm. I don't know, she is incredible mm. at not going back. I do go back until Sometimes. I don't. <laughs> I will say, though. Until I just don't. I feel privileged that she allowed me back. Can we talk about how we just had a conversation and then we were just kind of like looking at each other? <laughs> yeah, I guess we could tell you guys like what really happened. So this was like two three weeks ago now I think it's been two weeks and I don't I was just having shower thoughts yeah (laughs) and Charm was in the living room editing and I like came out of the shower and I was like you know we kind of like had a really good podcast yeah (laughs) yeah we were talking about it I was like yeah you know what you know the version of us that like kept going with it is living in an alternate reality and I'm rooting for them like I'm really fucking rooting for them you know yeah and I was like yeah me too like and then we just started like it was literally it was so organic yeah it literally felt like you know when you catch up with your ex and you're like oh my god we're still in love like (laughs) we were so good together should we have not broken up we were like you (laughs) literally we were like we were like so good together like I don't know we were just and we were kind of laughing about like just the podcast in general and how how like, stressful we you guys don't it. understand we used to cry about it like all the time literally like, at least all three times the time and we yeah. would sit here for hours and hours and sob and cry and then be like okay that was productive we can record tomorrow <laughs> be like okay that was a good work meeting like it was so dramatic for <laughs> literally us, literally us crying. crying like it was stressful it was so, and it was hard so yeah. stressful and so hard and then i think you know doing it on our own really proved to be harder yeah significantly <laughs> not gonna lie harder. to you guys <laughs> sitting here by myself and talking to the camera is just not as fun i no. love 
love you and I'm still here, but like, it's not as fun. You don't have anybody to fat to feed off of and like yeah, bounce off of. Yeah. yeah. And like, whatever. So we were just like kind of laughing about like, just, I don't know, like the mistakes that I, like, I kind of reflected on the mistakes that I felt like I made and we like talked about it like extremely organically. Yeah. And then I just like looked at you and I was like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I was like trying to break eye contact so bad. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, no, like this could not be happening. Are we about to fucking start this podcast? And you know what? I had been thinking it. I was like, did I fuck up? Like, should, should we start again? But this is obviously your podcast. I was never going to be like, do you think well, we should try again? You know? So I, I wasn't going to fucking say it. And then you kept making eye contact with me and I was like, oh my God. You're like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I was like, oh my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> but then I was also really fucking scared because I was like, okay, what does this mean? What does yeah. it mean to start the podcast again? And then we talked so much about what we would do differently, mm-hmm. where we had already talked about what we would do t- differently. Yeah. yeah. We kind of went more in depth. Well, and to be honest, like I was really, guys, honestly, like I have major, major <laughs> issues with like commitment and stuff. Uh, so same. <laughs> same. I asked the universe for like a really, really clear sign just because I wanted to be sure, sure, sure. And so I have these Oracle cards that I talk about all the time because I do them every single day. And I was like, okay, if I get it's, I think it's new moon in Aries and it means it, like, it means go for it. I was like, if I get that, then that's like, obviously the sign, like it, it says go for fucking it. go for yeah. it. And like, before I went to bed the night before, like I was like, well, I think I told you like, let's sleep on it. And yeah. Stuff. So no, I went to, to bed. Decide anything right now. Yeah, I, was I, was like, like, okay. <laughs> I was like, let's like sleep on it. Like it's, it's just a conversation. So anyways, this is Rio. He's going to be frequenting the next few episodes probably. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was like, yeah, let's sleep on it. And then, oh yeah. yeah. So then, so I'm going to bed that night and lately I've been asking my dreams to like tell me stuff and it's been extremely unreliable. Like (laughs) I just dream about like the dumbest, randomest, most meaningless things ever. So I was like, okay, let me not completely rely on a dream because that has not been working out well for me. So before I went to sleep, I was like, okay, tomorrow morning when I do my Oracle reading, if I get the card that says go for it, then that's like my sign. Like I'm going to go for it. And the way I do my cards is like, I just shuffle them and let them fall out. And so like the next morning I'm doing my cards and that, I think it fell out for my present or maybe even my future. It might've been my future. I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> okay. Period. I was like, insane? okay, it's yeah. crazy. Like absolutely crazy. Like I was expecting to get it to be honest, but like when it actually happened, I was like, oh yeah. No, okay. That's actually crazy. <laughs> I will say the worst type of girlfriend, ex-girlfriend to have is the kind that takes everything as a sign. Oh, oh, <laughs> Oh, you everything, everything is a fucking sign. It's a fucking sign. I don't care. I was like running yes or walking yesterday and I was going to go buy bone broth after my walk and I saw a girl. Okay, guys, but tell me this is not crazy. Like I saw a girl walking on the street like it's a neighborhood. There's not that many people around and she was wearing a T-shirt that said bone broth on it. And I was what like, shirt size bone broth? Like, and that's oh. the thing. Like people will make fun of people for like caring about signs and synchronicities, but it's like but they're real. They're like what, real. What like, do you want me to say? Like it's coming up out of nowhere unprovoked and you think uh, this is just like a quinky dink? Like obviously it's a fucking sign. I'm sorry you're not seeing the signs. I will say at least for me, I, I didn't ask for a sign or anything, but as soon as a conversation was over and I went to bed, I just felt so at peace. Yeah. Like at peace in a way that I hadn't felt. I didn't realize I was missing that peace until I felt it and I was like, whoa. 
I am like so open to this. And we talked about, you know, moving and relocating and stuff like that to LA, which I have never been open-minded to. I'm just not an LA girly. Like I've never, I live two hours from LA. I just don't fucking care about LA. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, I was just kind of like super open-minded about LA. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I could see it. Like I could totally see us living there. I could see us doing this. And I told my parents and they're like, Julia must have convinced you about this. And I was like, no, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, my mind just, like, completely it just makes, changed. Yeah, and it yeah. it just made sense. And it was something that I had never considered. Like, I I missed, I didn't even know if I missed the podcast. Like, I was, I was rooting for you and I was happy doing my own thing. But I never thought, like, oh, maybe I should have gone back. Like, I never second-guessed my, like, the breakup. I never mm-hmm. second-guessed it. And then all of a sudden, like in one conversation, it was like, oh, no, we need to give this another shot. Yeah. 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 That's really what it was came down to, because I think for me, too, like I was really hell bent on doing things by myself. And a few weeks before we had the conversation, I was like starting to become open minded to help. Like mm. I didn't know what kind of help that was, but I was like, OK, like I'm open minded to some sort of partnership. Like mm-hmm. and I kind of kept just kept it in the back of my brain. But I was like opening up to like working with somebody again because initially like when we both started doing our own thing we would talk about it and we'd be like I could never have another partner ever again like if it was going to be anyone like we're the only people could have made it work because it's it's really hard to like actually partner with somebody and like work on something and I mean there were a few people who like talked to us after who like wanted to be kind of like a part of our own podcast and stuff and like I neither of us were really open to any of that like it was very much like okay we tried the partnership thing because we're both also like such loners and so it was just like really a process of like us having to grow it's literally like a relationship guys like we grew on our own like we did our own thing and like I think the the thing that made it click eventually was the fact that there were no expectations on either end like neither of us were really like expecting anything to ever happen with this again we were Well, I mean, if you haven't already realized, the only (laughs) appropriate conversation to have today is getting back together with your exes. We are pledged (laughs) single girlies, but this is a work relationship. She is my work wife and we are back to fucking gather, period. (laughs) And so I guess today's episode is just going to be about getting back together with your exes and how fucking embarrassing it is <laughs> to have to tell everybody and the signs of when you should or shouldn't get back together yeah yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's good yeah because <laughs> it, is, it is uh yeah we haven't really it's like we we're like we haven't really anybody. told anybody we're, we're so just, nervous for what they're yeah. gonna say i or, mean i think it's more so like i hate explaining myself to people like i hate i hate it yeah like, i don't want to explain myself and to it makes ever. sense to us yeah and that's all you really need you don't <laughs> need to explain yourself to anybody you don't but we are going to give you guys like good tips on like what you should be looking for because i i know when i look back on us getting back together i'm like there were certain things i viewed to be like different about the way Mm -hmm. we were going back into it and i was like yeah this is what you need in order to get Mm -hmm. back together to know that it's going to work out this time yeah i agree like i know everyone when they get back together with their ex they're like different this time time. you're like is it really but like it it really really? wait no we we had to check each other yesterday because yeah we 
we were like, okay, we're just going to have fun this time. Because last time it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't fun for either of us. And, you know, we're like, okay, we're going to make it fun. And then, you know, Julia's moving in like the next 10 days. And we had, we need to kind of book records that we're not going back and forth. And we're like, okay, we're going to record eight episodes in the next day. We can just do two every day or every other day. So we can record eight. And I was now like, that you say it out loud, it's like insane. I was like, yeah, totally. Absolutely As if do it. Neither of us have full time jobs, basically. Right, right. And mind you, we're still doing like our own like solo things as well. And it's like, when girl, what? and when was the last time we just recorded two episodes in one day? Oh, when in the beginning, when we were killing ourselves over yeah. the podcast. No, we like aren't Guys, actually you used don't to that. understand. Like, I personally have grown so much with the podcast. Like, <laughs> Love that. so much. Yeah. And like doing it on my own, doing it together. Like, it was such a process for me to understand so many unhealthy habits that I had. And I think the biggest part of us like getting back together was like, I really had to take accountability <laughs> for like what, how I acted. Like, <laughs> I just did. <laughs> like. It helped me to understand what I could actually do differently this time Mm -hmm. versus just thinking that it's different and then not changing any of my behavior. But when I was really reflecting on like my life in general and the show, I was like, yeah, um, there's like a lot of things that I would prefer I did not do. Yeah. Yeah. To make it better this time around. But yeah, I like called you yesterday and I was like, Julia, we said we were going to do things differently and we're right back in the same boat. We're not about to record two episodes in one day for the next four days straight. Like, no. Yeah. No, no, no. We're really like trying to have fun this time. Yeah. Because last time was just insane. It was fun in the beginning. It was. But we also didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. We had no idea. (laughs) And what's so funny is this time of year, a year ago, we had just started like ideating. I don't think we'd made anything yet. Because we put something out end of April. So I think yeah. we started recording. I remember we started recording like right a when week I, after. Right when I moved to L.A. This is so weird. I did not realize that when I moved to L.A., I, like beginning of yes. April. No, you're we right. We made That's- our first episode that first weekend that I was in L.A. No, you're right. What the fuck? And now we're moving to L.A. We live in a simulation because if that's not full fucking circle, I don't know what is. That's exactly what happened a year ago. It's yeah. like a literal redo. Like, I feel like oh. I'm in a video game where, like, I went through the video game and it's like, oh, uh, that's actually not how it was supposed to turn out. Like, restart. Oh try again. That's God. how I feel right no, now. Literally. I have the chills because I literally didn't put that together until right now. When I, I knew the timeline of it was that, you know, we'd started in like April, something like yeah. that. But no, you're so fucking I forgot right. that I had just moved to LA. LA I is like a magical. Everything is better now. Your roommate yeah, situation is yeah. better. Oh I feel like God. we just yeah. upgraded. We did. Like fully like upgraded. Hella upgraded. <sighs> roommate situation is better. Guys, I'm improving my taste in men. I'm no Love longer that. fucking broke boys. Okay. Love that. I'm not fucking anybody, but <laughs> broke boys are out of the equation now officially. And you know what? Part <laughs> of my fear, part of my fear of getting back together was that I was like, Am I just restarting the same cycle all over again? Because I now have my ex back in my life again. (laughs) I have another guy that I was talking to this time last year as well. That's trippy. Yes. Oh my God. I didn't realize all that. And then now Julia's back in my life and I'm like, oh my God, did I just fail a level and have to fucking restart? (laughs) Like, am I just, and I was like worried. I was like, am I just going to get back into the same cycle and do the same thing all over again? Like, have you guys seen this show called Russian Doll? Have you seen Russian Doll? No. Oh, it's so good. It's like with one of the girls from Orange is the New Black, but Ooh. she's basically like reliving the same day, like over and over. And like every day she dies, 
in some weird, bizarre way and has to like figure out a way to not die. And I was like, oh, I want to watch this. What's it's it really on? good on, on Netflix. Oh, fuck. it's really okay, good. I'm watch it's it really, really good. Tonight. Yeah. Season two shit. It's bad, <sighs> but season one is really good. But I was like, fuck, like, did I fail the test? And I'm just going to have to redo it. Oh, oh my God. I was nervous. And I feel like that is. That is something that people worry about when they get back together with their exes. It's like, am I just repeating a fucking cycle? Yeah. I mean, and guys, as somebody who was a professional get back together with their ex person, I did repeat cycles for a very, very long time until I finally broke out of it. It took me five years to break my first cycle. Yeah. Five fucking years. That's fucking embarrassing. I you, mean, it just is what it is. At least it's it not is happening also in your 20s. No, you're right. No, I, I mean, it was in early 20s. 20s. <laughs> not like 25. You know what? Actually, let me let me retrace. If it's happening in your 20s, it just is what it is. You're right. Like, time, it made me age who is, I needed to Age be. is a construct. Yeah. It doesn't actually exist. It's exactly. just something that's there to freak you out. Exactly. Honestly. And what can you really do about loving somebody you just have to go back until you fucking hate them. Yeah, that's it is how what I, it is. That's how I genuinely feel too. Because I think I was actually just talking about this with Taya today. But um, it's just every every person's situation is so unique and so different. Yeah. Like your everyone tries to give the same breakup advice, and it's always like the same thing for everybody, yeah. and it just doesn't translate to it different doesn't. scenarios. I think there's you can assess your relationship, and if you're really honest with yourself, you should be able to understand what category it fits into, and like understand the person that you're with and like their behavioral patterns and stuff and there are general rules that you can apply to those situations but like no one knows your relationship or your person the way you do and it just like is what it is like there is no universal law to like breaking up with people (laughs) or getting back together with people at the end of the day it's your life and like if you really feel like someone is right for you you just kind of like go with it until it's not I don't know like I I agree I agree to some extent but I think that the key to getting back together with something is to be fucking honest with yourself yeah are you getting back together with them just because you miss them you miss the company or there's a big hole in your life you're used to the routine of of being with them and like you don't want to have to rediscover yourself all over again or are things actually going to be different this time Mm -hmm. around because that was one of the main things that made me feel so comfortable trying this again was that you came to me not trying to convince me to like get back together or anything but you came to me and you're like yeah i would do like x y and z differently and this is how i think that would affect things differently if i Mm. if i acted in this way instead of this way and like i really didn't like how i did this but you know looking back i could have done this differently and i was like and when you were telling me all those things i was like wait i could actually see this working like that's what made me feel like maybe we should try this again because the way that you were presenting it with all these clear like changes of what we would do differently this time around i was like (laughs) kind of down i'm gonna down (laughs) and that's because i really did a lot of reflecting like i think that's the biggest thing that both parties need to do in a breakup is like do a lot of reflecting because it's so easy to like leave a situation and blame somebody or something else that's like outside of you and you feel like it wasn't in your power to actually change the situation and then that stunts your growth because you never understood what you could have done better or what you can do better in your future scenario so i really challenge myself to do that in pretty much every part of my life I try to like evaluate myself consistently and see where I can just do better and achieve like better results mm-hmm. and the podcast was something that I really like reflected on a lot and kind of like battled with for a while but I I was really honest with myself mm-hmm. like I had to really like 
you know, I don't want to say put myself in a corner, but I really had to look at myself through like an honest lens and not, you know, excuse my behavior or try to shift blame and just be like, you know what? I just could have done that better. And it's not the end of the world. But like, that's all. Like, it doesn't really mean that much. It really doesn't. And all it really means is that now you can actually break out of that cycle because whether like whether you like it or not, like life really just does go in cycles. And so if you don't get back together with your ex, you're just going to attract the same kind of dynamic and mm-hmm. you're going to see that same cycle repeated all over again just with a different fucking person. Yeah. And so it's like, unless you break out of that cycle, you're not going to attract anything different. No, that's so true. And it's like, life really does like generate like that. Yeah. And I think that used to really freak me out. And like, one of the biggest fears I've always had around like relationships and like something that I've kind of noticed in my relationship patterns, I always make such an effort to have my own thing going on because mm-hmm. I'm so terrified to get so wrapped up in somebody yeah. else that I lose myself. And then I I really like looked at the podcast and I was like oh my god that's like what I did with the podcast and because I'm such a like workaholic like I thought that I couldn't do that if I wasn't trying to date somebody I was Mm. like if I'm not trying to date anyone there's no way I would lose myself in anything because Mm. I you know value myself so much and like I have so many priorities and goals and like there's no way that would happen to me and then I watched myself literally lose myself in a project that I was passionate about that you know was fun for me but like I got so lost in it I lost sight of like the joy the bigger picture and I allowed my I I basically allowed myself to completely derail my life yes for something that wasn't honestly wasn't worth derailing my life for at yet. the time yeah at the time like it yeah. was premature like it wasn't something that I really looked at and I was like is this something that is a smart move right now like no. I kind of full sent it which yeah. is my style in life but I realized that I did the exact thing that I was so terrified to do in, in a, a relationship, relationship. with something that I really whoa. liked whoa yeah it was the really universe will teach you one way or another. It's like, oh, you're not dating? Oh, bet, bet. We're going to make it your fucking job. We're going to make it come to you through your job. Which you know, meant so much more to me, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like, that really was like such that a That is your awakening. number one. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. The universe be looking out, though. Yeah. I will say, every single time that I, like manifest more money or i have some sort of financial breakthrough at my job i'm always like dude thank you so much like to the universe i'm like thank you so much for caring more about my personal growth yeah rather than just like me gaining the material things that i want because every single time that i get more money it's because i've had some sort of major breakthrough in my mindset and i'm like ugh, i will take these lessons every single day i don't care how hard it is because it is hard in the moment like Mm -hmm. when you're trying to figure out like dude what the fuck am i doing wrong like why can't i get this breakthrough like i'll take those moments any any time any day over just like getting whatever i want and like never actually like developing as a person yeah no i feel that but it's like i think relationships and pretty much everything you have in life like anything that's really important to you that is like a relationship will reflect so much of your character back to you yes and like I think when you're evaluating like your relationship and why you left like I think something that really helped me in evaluating this situation was like understanding like what parts of myself I really wanted to keep to myself and Mm. prioritize this time around Mm. because I understood that at the end of the day like I could have the most ideal situation but if I lose myself again it's not going to be an ideal situation so I kind of had to make that 
that a priority for myself and like I guess promise myself that I would still prioritize my needs and my lifestyle and the things that I want to do no matter what else is going on in my life so I think if you're kind of wondering if getting back with your ex is going to restart a toxic cycle like you have to ask yourself if you're actually ready to do the hard thing and prioritize yourself because it's not easy it takes a lot of communication and it takes a lot of honesty to realize that you don't really care about yourself as much as you think you care about yourself yeah yeah. and I think like getting back together with people who are bad for you is like the biggest sign of you just not caring for your well-being so if you can really assess yourself first like I think that is really what I would recommend for anyone who's thinking about getting back together with somebody is like assess yourself first and like what you really felt in the relationship and how you feel about yourself in that dynamic too and now have you fallen back in love with yourself yeah because anytime that I went back to an ex I was still at it's such a place where I was like at the mercy of their love for me I was like I don't love me can you please love me like I will do anything for you to love me and then when I finally figured out what it meant to love myself like his bare minimum just seemed so offensive it seems <laughs> like, so offensive so, so fucking repulsive like i remember going to his house to visit one time and this is fucking embarrassing but he he just he just lived in like complete disorder like yeah. complete disorder it was just he wasn't dirty but like he just had clothes everywhere mm. like the floor was covered it was just gross and then i remember visiting him and in college i would always go to visit him and clean his room <laughs> and like do his laundry anyways anyways i was young like, dumb and nice. was it like people pleasing or like you it just bothered you so much you like no help i thought i loved him and i was like i just want you to know what it feels like to live in a clean room i mean that's wrolesome for the wrong no guy. you're a grown <laughs> fucking man it's like a wholesome sentiment maybe wrong place wrong time it was embarrassing <laughs> anyways i went back to visit him and he had all this laundry on his bed he was like oh like can you help me fold my laundry no i was like no "No." i like scoffed at him i was like no and he's like really and i was like (laughs) no i'm not gonna fucking help you fold your laundry i know i did that like a dumb bitch for the last four years of our situationship i'm done doing your fucking laundry i do my own laundry yeah yeah you know my ex didn't do his laundry either his grandma did his laundry and he was like she loves to do it i was like stop you're like pretty old like (laughs) she loves to do it you're like past the age where your grandma should be doing your laundry your grandma should be resting and you should be fucking worshiping the ground she walks on i agree doing whatever doing her laundry her laundry (laughs) what cooking her breakfast you know the crazy thing to me about men is that like you will move on from certain behaviors and they just like won't catch on no they're like oblivious yes like whatever you give them in the beginning they just keep going with that yeah. standard and even when the standard changes for you they don't catch on it's crazy not at all because to them that's like the norm yeah it's like how could a norm change like this is who you are this is how yeah. you feel about yeah. me it's like yeah. not anymore bitch i'm <laughs> overdoing your fucking laundry i'm over it what the fuck i can't yeah honestly guys like i think i guess when i think about like my days of like going back to somebody like i think what I actually, it's going to sound so weird, but what I actually admire about myself, <laughs> here's me putting a positive spin Love on that. my toxic behavior. Love that. <laughs> I really did, like, I did something as long as I really wanted to do it. Yes. And the second yes. I did not want to do it anymore, I was done and I never, ever looked back. That part. Yeah. So I think, like, 
there people are always going to shame you yeah with the back and forth stuff like they just are like yeah. everyone does it but like nobody wants to see their friend doing it and yeah. everyone gets frustrated which like I want to just take a moment to address that because in my head I'm like we're all our own people yeah and like sometimes I feel like people get so invested in what's going on with you that they forget that you're still your own person who can right. make their own decisions and like being a friend means like telling your friend what you know giving them advice but also just like you're there to support them you're not there yeah. to dictate what they should or shouldn't do letting with their them life. be adults yeah, yeah. And if you, you gotta let your friend be a dumb bitch sometimes let her be a Honestly. dumb bitch like i don't know what to tell you that's how you learn like, that's I, how you fucking learn i when i when i was in situations where i felt like people were putting too much pressure on me i lied my ass off it runs you it drives Ooh. you closer to whoever they're trying to tell you to not be with you like it's us against the world it's like no like they actually want what's best for you but like because it's something that you want so dearly like any kind of anything that isn't a a yes like a fuck yeah get back together then you're like oh my god they're attacking me i will also say though girlies if you are if you break up with your ex or if you break up with somebody and you have even the slightest inkling that you guys might get back together you cannot go and talk shit about them yeah. to your friends and family because that's also the hard part. Like typically we kind of use our friends to like talk shit about our partner- partners with, you know, we like make fun of them. We talk about their like annoying habits and stuff like that. And then you break up and like your friend really just kind of knows all of the yeah. worst yeah. things about your partner. Yeah. And so they're like, dude, don't go fucking back. And you're yeah. like, you don't know them like I do. It's like, well, you've never told me a <laughs> single good thing about them. So if you think you're going to get back to go with them, you can't, you can't tell your mom all the bad shit he did to you can't tell your dad you can't tell your best friend because they're not going to want you to get back together with them you know and the crazy part is like when i i was like so aware that my ex was so (laughs) shitty to me i like didn't want people to think that i wasn't aware yeah so i only (laughs) talked about all the bad things and like to this day some some of my friends like i'll randomly say something that my ex did for me that was like really nice and they just like look at me like and i'm like i never talked about the good stuff yeah. ever because i always felt like if i talked about the good stuff people would be like you're He's tricking so you. fucking yeah. dumb oh my so God. i only talked about the bad things to like basically show everybody that i was aware that yeah. i was getting treated like mud <laughs> treated like the ground he walked on but i was like I- i'm choosing it i'm choosing to be there <laughs> like this is still my choice so yeah you know i wouldn't recommend doing that either you know what i feel like for me it's a bad habit to talk bad about my my partner i feel like it's just a bad habit like i think it's like i'm so non-confrontational like i won't say it to their face so as soon as i get to my friends i'm like oh he's so fucking annoying i hate that he does x y and z when in reality i should probably just tell them you know, I did that with my situationship, and then I also talk a lot of shit about him on the podcast. That's why he got <laughs> mad at me the first time. I'm dead. He has since removed me off his social media, so I know he doesn't Good see riddance. this shit anymore. But in the days where he kept a little bit, kept a few tabs on me, he definitely hated. Yeah. But I mean, I would too. Like, I, because I wouldn't, everything seemed like really fine and dandy. And then he'd listen to my podcast. And be like, and oh, like, is that how you really feel? Yeah. That is pretty, you know, I would recommend a little bit more honesty in your. Yeah. 
absolutely because sometimes you'll surprise yourself if you tell somebody something they might actually receive it well and it could progress your relationship i feel like sometimes talking shit to your friends is almost like a victimizing mentality because then you do seem like the hero who's like i don't even want to say hero but you do seem like you're putting up with shit and like you have more of a right to complain yeah Yeah. but like if you were to just address it with your partner it might resolve itself yeah might not have anything to say and if it doesn't resolve itself it's like okay now you actually know what they would do given the option like you're not even giving them the option to see how they would react you know yeah exactly i feel that (laughs) what what's another thing that you shouldn't do or what's another thing that like is a sign that you should get back together um i mean i really base a lot of it off of like something that really helped me understand if i should get back together with my ex or not was like first of all i had to evaluate like how much work it was gonna take to Mm. really be with somebody who like cheated on me left and right because to be honest like you can literally do whatever you want like if you want to get back with someone who cheated on you you can yeah but like it's gonna take a shit ton of fucking work and like my therapist is who really guided me through that and really helped me understand what it would look like because i think when you're in that middle ground of like you're talking to them but you're not fully back with them and you're yeah. like i'm just deciding i'm like yeah trying to make up my mind and Ugh. nothing is you're not committed so it doesn't feel like you're actually doing anything yeah um it's like, like a really tough it's a really tough place to be because then there's no like real accountability as mm. to what it would actually actually take to be with them and if you are really honest with yourself about what it would really take and look at that and be like that's a lot of fucking work that I low-key don't want to do it's like so different than if you're just like oh I don't know if I should get back like what do my friends think or like let me not tell anyone and just feel it out for as long as I like you're still in that space where you miss them and every time you see them it's more exciting because there's like this dynamic where you just don't know what's going on and that's always more exciting than knowing what's going on exactly knowing what's going on realizing that it's a pile of fucking shit and like <laughs> realizing that you have to go through it because yeah. the thing is like the longer you build up the like oh, i miss you i, I yeah. do wish we could get back together like the more you're putting off like the reality of the situation which is why you broke up in the first place yeah. like you really have to like sit down and look at like well why did we break up like why didn't it work and what could we do differently this time around so that it could work and is there something that we could do differently yeah are we just in a different place like have i grown too much in the time apart for us to like even go back there have i like outgrown that or outgrown mm-hmm. you or outgrown this relationship you know like you have to just honestly be honest with yourself and honestly you have to be okay with just letting go sometimes just even if you want them back like to me it feels so good to have somebody wrapped around my finger i (laughs) i'm actually really toxic i will fucking admit it i'm actually really fucking toxic and i love the idea of somebody being in love with me and the idea of somebody falling out of love with me terrifying really my leo so could never it could never the leo in me is like have you seen that meme of like this blonde lady that like is like collapsed and these two men are holding her yeah, and it's like, what, happened, it's like to what happened to her it's like oh someone fell out of love with her like that's literally literally fucking me that's so funny because i don't really know what my style is i'm very much more focused on myself i think yeah, sometimes same. like so, i'm so a little bit more like involved in like how i really feel about the dynamic than yeah. like someone than thinking about like losing somebody i think i also have a tendency to prepare myself for loss just like in case mm. and usually guys when you prepare yourself for loss it's because you're gonna lose it <laughs> 
donos to say that. No, literally, it's like, <laughs> if you feel the need to prepare yourself for loss, it's coming. It's for a fucking reason. I've never no. prepared to myself to lose something that I didn't lose. Like, ever. No, for me, for me, the thing is, once I've lost something, I wasn't expecting it. So I'm like, oh no, I need to get it back so I can lose it on my own terms and I can be the one to fucking leave. I'm going to actual nightmare like please god i cannot be in a relationship right now i'm literally so toxic you know and it well men do that shit too literally like don't be too fooled by like a guy really trying so hard to get back with you because sometimes it really is just that they want to prove that to themselves yeah that they could get back yeah when you actually take them back nothing fucking changes right right so so what do you think what do you think do you think they should wait until they see changes and then get back together or like get back together and then wait to see if they see changes to be honest what do you do like my my perspective is truly like the cheesiest most annoying (laughs) response everyone's gonna roll their eyes so hard but like guys if something is supposed to be in your life you cannot fuck it up like period literally can't fuck it up we are the prime example of that because i think relationships really actually improve when you have that detachment and when you separate from something and instead of fixating on getting the other person back you fixate on yourself and what you want to improve in your own life Mm -hmm. and what you would like in your next relationship period whatever and whoever that relationship is with Mm -hmm. and you're not so fixated on like getting somebody back Them because back. it's yeah. like it's just energy that's like needy and like it's not very attractive and then you do get them back and like you didn't even spend enough time thinking about what you actually wanted to do differently or what is ideal for you in yeah. a relationship so you kind of end up just like in this space that you're not really sure what it is if yeah. it's actually different like maybe right. you just wanted to get back with them because you miss them and it's like really confusing so I think the best case scenario is like moving on as if you're never going to talk to them yes. again as if you're never gonna get back together with them again as if like you could just have a clean slate and like if you're supposed to be in their life and they're supposed to be in yours you can't fuck that up it happens naturally and organically yeah Yeah. we i I at least never considered us getting back together (laughs) and it just literally in the span of less than an hour i kid you not we were both like on the same page on the same boat and we had split up with no intentions of ever getting Mm -hmm. back together and all we really did was like pour into our own dreams and like kind of rebuild ourselves into the people that we wanted to be and then there was just so much alignment yeah so much fucking alignment and it's like you don't even have to look for it like if it's meant for you holy shit i've never believed that before like i'm i kind of always feel like everyone is meant for me because i low-key can get anybody back yeah i low-key can get anybody back (laughs) but you never like that's the thing when you get them back and you've done it in like kind of like your own conniving way and it's like maybe you've stalked them for months and called them and they finally reached back out it's like you never know if you actually were supposed to have them back in your life or if the universe is kind of like fine you're gonna be a fucking brat and you're not gonna like give up fine fine have at it again get hit in the face again and like learn the lesson the hard way yeah yeah yeah. i've gotten to that place in my life now where like i manifest things but i also understand that like whatever i'm supposed to have there's no way i'm not gonna have it like there's just no like i can't fuck that up so i take the same approach to like relationships and like i i believe in taking accountability for my own good like i don't really look back at relationships and think like okay if i did something differently like maybe i would have had a better outcome or Mm. a different outcome i'm like i don't really care like i care 
more about my own well-being and what kind of relationship I'm going to end up in because I did the hard thing and I analyzed my behavior. And honestly, like I really did get humbled this year because like I've gone so guys, I have gone so far out of my way to not be in a relationship. It's like not even (laughs) funny. Like I try so hard to say stay single. Like I wouldn't even say I try so hard. I just like that's all I think about. And like everything else is like I have to have tunnel vision. So this year humbled me so much to realize that like I could still fuck up my life without yeah. being in a relationship right I, and the it's relationship not is not the up. problem it's you <laughs> it's, it's not even fucking it up it's just like derailing myself I yeah. guess, and like yeah. losing my own identity and all of that like I think as women that's something as people like yeah. you have your own identity outside of a person outside mm. of your job outside of your career and like when you forget about that it fucks you up yeah like, yeah it, it does it really does you know you said tunnel vision and it reminded me of um something i wanted to say earlier about wanting to get the person back it's like sometimes if you have tunnel vision on a person like you don't look at the totality of the relationship you know like my ex like my issue with him is that i'm just like so goddamn physically attracted to him like i'm yeah. so attracted to him like i feel like i'll never find anyone that i find as attractive and so my tunnel vision is like a little bit on that you know and so i i don't really think about like the bigger picture because i'm so focused on i want to get you back and when you're Mm -hmm. focused on getting a person back like you're not like you're dating a person but you're not dating a like in like a 3d object you know like they have feelings and reactions and they have like all their baggage like it's so much more than just getting your person back Mm -hmm. it's everything else that comes along with that so like you just can't be so like closed-minded and like tunnel vision on just like i want them back i want them back it's like what what are you gonna get back when you get that back like what what does that actually entail yeah and i think like we we're all egotistical beings like every single person not just leo's everybody has like a really big ego so sometimes people just want to get you back just to get you back yeah and they have no intention of like or it's not that they don't have the intention of doing better they just might not know even what to do better because they were never fixated on doing better they were just fixated on getting you back exactly what you just said it sounded way better when you said it though. Yeah, no, exactly that. That's what I was. I just for. said it in shorter, in a, in a shorter sentence. I just feel like when somebody fucks up, like you never want to be the person who fucked up a relationship. Yeah. Like even when you're consistently fucking up, like what you kind of get by on is like, oh, well, they're still here. Like yeah. it can't be that bad if they're still here. Mm-hmm. And once you actually lose somebody, you have to come to terms with the fact that you fucked you up did that, that badly yeah. to lose somebody that you cared about to some extent. And I think a lot of times it's. It's like a remedy for that behavior to be like, well, like I could, I could still like have a redo. And it's yeah. like, you have to, un- you have to just really ask yourself if it is in your best interest to like work on something that re- realistically you don't have to work on. Like getting right. back together with an ex is like a, a lot of work that like you don't have to do. There's right. a lot of people like that could love you, that you could love. It's an endless world of possibilities. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get back with something that feels like it's the best thing you're ever going to have. Yeah. Like it's not actually it's really really not (laughs) i remember i remember with my first ex like i would think about you know the fact that i would be a martyr and like always go back to him but then when i would think about it long term i was like i don't actually want to tell my kids that like their dad did all this shit to me and i still fucking married him i would think about that too i would look like such a dumb bitch to my kids like i want to raise my kids to be like confident and like you know know their fucking worth and then it's like 
yeah, mom, but like you didn't do that. Like you married a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, because you that's just embarrassing. You don't have to put up with like you don't have to <laughs> yeah. like nobody is making you do anything you can. And I think it for me, it really liberated me when I was told that I could get back together with my ex if I yeah. wanted to, because everyone's going to tell you, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Do you realize like like what he did to you? Like, blah, 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 blah. And so when I was really faced with the reality that I could very much choose that, then I was like, OK, well, do I want to choose that? Yeah. and like what does that really look like so yeah. give yourself that liberty because you do have the liberty but once you give it to yourself I promise you it doesn't seem as enticing as it did when you told when yourself you couldn't, you couldn't have do it. it exactly anything you can't have always makes you want to have it more exactly anything. exactly no that's so fucking true I think the biggest thing for me is like honesty and accountability and yeah. for me it's like I try to assess behavioral patterns and yeah. like if your behavior was a pattern that you cannot break or it will take you a long time to break out of or if it's kind of like a one-off situation maybe you're immature like and the only thing that's going to tell you that is time and I think if you want to like drag something out and Mm -hmm. be like okay let me you know not get back together with my ex and like see how hard he's going to try to get back with me like don't focus like really that's not you're still focused on the wrong thing yeah Yeah, it's just not a sustainable mindset at all and like I think it's just it's not healthy for you. You're not going to be able to move on in that mindset. And like, you just won't ever be able to tell like their behavior. That's just time is going to fucking tell. Like, I don't know what else to say to you. Like, it just is what it is. Like you can't really measure what they're doing and try to see if that makes much of a difference and like, or try to interpret their behavior. It's, it's going to make you crazy. Like even talking about it is making me crazy. Like if you're (laughs) doing it, no, 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 no. Cause I like, yeah, guys, I don't know. I did that with my ex and at a point I was like this is just like who you are like you're not going to be different like this is a behavioral pattern that like if you don't understand the root of it and you don't know where it comes from you're never going to be able to get to the bottom of it and fix it and if you fix it for me that's not good enough it's not you should want to fix it for yourself yeah to be a fucking decent human being and you know what sometimes I feel like we're so like blinded by love and like blinded by the idea of like just wanting to get back into like the comfort of a relationship and like you have to really ask yourself like do I even like who I am when I'm with you? Like that's one of the things that has like really held me back from getting back together with somebody. It was like, I miss you so fucking much. I love you so fucking much. I miss what we had, but I hated who I was when I was with you. Like I hated the side of me that you brought out. I hate it. Not like to not take accountability for myself, but some people just are not compatible. Like your way of communicating and your attachment styles, like you're just not compatible and you literally bring out the worst in each other. And it's like, I was addicted to like the really high highs and the really Mm -hmm. low lows, but I hated who I was in that relationship, like how I showed up and how I felt within myself. And I was like, dude, I can't go back. Like as much as I want you, I can't go back to like willingly placing myself back into a relationship mm. that brings out that side of me that I yeah. don't even fucking like. Like I actually love who I am when I'm single. So clearly you're exactly. the problem. Exactly. And like, <laughs> no, literally. And I think like something I'm going to say to girls is like, sometimes you have to be the one to leave before yeah. your guy, your boyfriend, whatever does you so fucking dirty and leaves you yeah. before you could leave him. Which because is that even, shit happens <sighs> too. And it hurts way more yeah. than if you were the one who left because the way you can like be with a guy and stick with him through everything and take him back when he does you dirty and then when he decides that he's done Done, and he leaves you anyway right that shit is so much worse than if you just left yourself right and like i don't care if that's egotistical i 
no, 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 like do it for your own good because it literally happens. And like, I really agree with everything you're saying. Like somebody really can bring out like sides of you that you just don't recognize. Yeah. It's like out of character. It brings you out of character. And I, I think that's a sign that you're just not with the right person. Like I've never been in a healthy, happy relationship. So like, you know, some of this advice, I guess, take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) But I just believe that like, I, I mean, beyond being in a romantic relationship, I guess the friendships and the platonic relationships i have that i feel like i can be myself in yeah they bring out the best sides in yes. me. like i've never yes. i've never wanted to keep a friendship where someone brings out a really terrible side in me mm. and i heard somebody say this on tiktok where like when you're dating you should treat every guy like he's your friend like mm. you're trying to make friends and then like ask yourself like if he's not showing up for you like would you keep a friend who did that right. or if he like blows you off every Ugh. time you try to hang out would you yeah. keep around a friend who did that and i think it's really good to kind of humble like them in your head and put them not on a pedestal and just on the same level that you would put anybody that you're trying to get into any sort of relationship with and ask yourself like what kind of behavior you would actually put up with and like I just don't think that the person that would make you the happiest and that you're actually supposed to be with would make you feel out of character of right. who you feel like you are because right. ultimately or who you're trying to be you know yourself yeah. better than they know you and yeah. than anyone else knows you so if you feel that out of tune like it's a sign and yeah. like we've talked about this before where like your body physically rejects people yeah. and like yeah. you know sexually and all, like all the things it's it's very it's a very real thing yeah no Her body be absolutely <laughs> that's why when your eyes started watering i was like is it me <laughs> wait i can't for some reason the fucking is it me jesus that tiktok sound no, keeps fucking so- playing in my head it's i'm a- not on that side of tiktok <laughs> so there's like it goes on where it's like um jesus is like somebody's gonna betray me tonight and then like <laughs> is like is it me jesus it's like no it's not you it's like james is like is it me jesus she's like no it's not you and then she's just like is it me jesus and she's like is it me jesus maybe it's not that why is that the because we grew up in a christian school i feel like nobody else is no. laughing is it me jesus now that i think about I'm it that is the you. most insane dead. story like imagine being in that room when he says that and you just look at him like you know his ass knew too like, like jesus is probably sitting there like beef Fucking so goddamn fucking for real. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm literally Jesus. You think I don't know what you're about to do to me right now? Dead. Holy shit. I'm sorry. That was like not on topic at all. But I was thinking about like body rejecting and like Julia's eye used to water all the time when we start recording. I know. So I was like, is it me, Jesus? That's gonna be our new our safe word. (laughs) You know what? I will say though, closing arguments. I will say though, I think if you do get back together with an ex, just keep a watchful eye. Like it's really easy to fall back into old patterns, just like we did. We fell back into the pattern of like taking this way too fucking seriously so quickly because that's that's who we're used to being. So just being really cognizant about the changes that you said you were going to make and sticking to it and like being okay with being like, okay, like we're falling back into old patterns it doesn't have to be like this huge blow up fight right, where it's like right. oh my god you're you used to do this all the time like it doesn't have to be all that like it can be like a i don't know just like a reminder there's like oh 
we're not doing that anymore like let's yeah. let's reroute to the people that we said we were going to be this yeah. time around yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with getting back together with an ex it's no. not but it, it takes two people <laughs> it does take two it people. takes two fucking people yeah and if you guys are not perfectly aligned and on the same page it is not going to work right. out it might objectively work it might be some you might be able to commit to them again it might look like it's fine on the surface but deep down it's never actually going to work and like yeah. ultimately you deserve better you deserve literally the best possible case scenario that you could ever picture for your life ever 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 and i think if you ask yourself like is this really what i have dreamt of being in and if Mm -hmm. i could like ask the universe for anything in the whole world and i would get it Mm -hmm. would it really be my ex like yeah put that put it in perspective a little bit and kind of like really analyze it for what it actually is and not how you remember it feeling because a lot of times the way you remember it is just not the way it is anymore no or the way it ever was you were just kind of like blind in the moment yeah no that's really real i like that a lot i kind of want to do something funny to close out like our our most embarrassing like coming back moments what what was my most i'm trying to have a really toxic coming back moment i have a lot i have a really bad coming back moment it's okay this is this is a good girl pod it's okay it's a safe oversharing space I dated a guy for two weeks in college. We were best friends at the time. And um, I thought he was hot and he thought I was hot. So we just thought that that would work. And so we got together after Christmas break. We came back a little bit earlier and we spent two weeks together. And by the end of those two weeks, I wanted to fucking kill myself. Like I loved him (laughs) as a friend, could not stand him as a person that I was in a relationship with. So I was trying to break up with him like literally all the fucking time. And he wouldn't let me break up with him. Then finally, one day, he fucking turns around and breaks up with me. After I had been begging to break up, I sobbed. I like locked myself in the bathroom sobbing. How could you do this to me? Like begging him to get back together with me because I was like, in my mind, I was like, there's no fucking way. I would be so pissed. There is no fucking way that after all this time, you're going to break up with me. Got him back together the <laughs> next like day. like Maddie in the hot tub. I was going to yeah. say no, but why, why are, are you, you saying, saying no? no? <laughs> literally, literally that. We got back together the next day. I broke up with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That's I was like, kind of a power move. Psycho or power move? Power move. The way I cried my heart I'm out. I'm proud of you, actually. I would, okay, because honest, it was toxic, but like, I'd been begging to get out of this shit i kind of support that i hope he doesn't listen to this because we're on good terms now but he's getting married so like i support him yeah like but that was my freshman year i was young and i don't count that as a relationship i'm so fucking sorry like i was miserable (laughs) i just didn't like it it wasn't for me at all yeah i think i mean i was so off and on with my ex i literally have a million coming back stories but i think one of my favorite ones well, I had a lot of moments where, like, I would get mad at him and, like, leave and then immediately come back the second he called me. But one time we were in a really bad fight and um, he would block me just, like, whenever he felt like it, honestly. And um, I know. And then I we were, like, I don't know. He, he got mad at me for some reason and, like, blocked me. I called him 37 times on a blocked number. <laughs> 
37 times in a row. <laughs> I can't even say anything because I think I called my ex like 60 something times. He picked up though. It's only embarrassing if they don't pick up. He did pick up eventually. Period. I think he it's called not me back. He called me back like a few hours later as if nothing ever happened. And like, I my, hate that. No, he always, the fuck no, out of he always did it to me. But my favorite, favorite story is like one time uh, he was like fighting with me late at night. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, dude, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to sleep. And he would like yell at me and then like hang up and then call me and if what? i didn't answer he'd be like oh my god like it was like really bad this, this is, is way like too chaotic really toxic fuck? it was so bad so then we were on the phone and he was like you know i just i never want to talk to you ever again like delete my number like block me right now and i was like you want me to block you and he was like yeah yeah like block me right now and i was like okay <laughs> so i hung up and i blocked him on everything <laughs> And then I just like turned over to go to sleep because I was so sick of over this shit. Over that shit, yeah. And then he called me on a block number and he was like, why did you block me? You fucking block me. He like, was like, are, are you, you fucking, fucking kidding me? me? You blocked me. I was like, you asked me to block you. If you guys have ever seen New Girl, I just watched this episode today. Like Schmidt is trying to ruin his ex's date. And he's like, he tells Jess, like, hit me with your, hit me with your car. Like, <laughs> if you don't hit me with your car, like, I'm going to go ruin the date. And she's like, I'm not going to hit you with my car. And then he's like, well, I'm going to run. And yeah. so she hits him like very gently. And he's like, you hit me with your car. What is wrong with you? I'm like, that was dead. literally Same the dynamic. Energy. Same fucking energy. So fucking toxic. Yeah. I will also say, while it is embarrassing in the moment to get back together with an ex <laughs> that was toxic or that you aren't meant to be with, you might one day start a podcast and have great, great fucking content. stories. I will Wait. say, even if it doesn't become content, like it's just once you grow out of it, yeah. it's so funny. It's hilarious. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, no, it's fine. I forgot to tell you, this is actually <laughs> hilarious. Like the other night I had a dream about my ex and I dream about him a lot, like during the holiday seasons and it's been a few months it's not the holidays yeah. anymore so i was like what are you doing here but in the, it was actually so funny because in the dream he was like sending me letters and i was like like mailing me letters and i like uh. wasn't responding to him so he like pulled up to my house and i was like roasting the fuck out of him i was like i was like not you still trying to get me back like, years later not too like dreaming about her ex just to shit on him and he was like he was laughing he was like well are you ever going to respond to my letters and i was like no like i'm obviously not going to do that and then we would just kind of laugh about it and i would roast him and then he would leave and then a few days later he'd show up with another letter and i'd be like oh my god like what are you gonna tell me now that Not you're still in love with notebook. me like, <laughs> it was so funny because like honestly like he's psychotic but like if he wasn't psychotic sometimes i'm like it would be funny i would i don't want to talk to him but like that scenario would be hilarious yeah to be like you're insane literally driving you're to your house with fucking literal crazy person at least no, i'm not I do scared of him that. anymore but i love that for you. <laughs> at that least it was gross. like it was yeah. a very light-hearted dream i was like this is new you yeah. should have screaming crying running from oh, <laughs> i love that no that's wonderful maybe this is healing this is absolutely healing your subconscious has processed it you feel empowered love yeah. that wow love that wow you. i didn't even put that together <laughs> for myself <laughs> i love it i love it but yeah well i'm happy to be back this me too wonderful. this was yeah. so much fun i was so nervous i was so nervous too I, was, I just i was like what if we don't know how to talk to each other anymore like we haven't lived like together live and talked like oh we should have fucking talked about living with your ex but uh, i don't really know too much about living with your exes and we ended on really really amicable terms yeah. yeah so we're both i guess mature I'm, girlies if you ask me Karen. i love that for me. no <laughs> this was be. this was i will say by far the healthiest breakup i've 
ever experienced and the most aligned getting back together with someone like every every time that i've gone back to somebody i've like really forced and orchestrated it like Mm -hmm. i was chris jenner works hard but me (laughs) trying to get back with somebody i work so much fucking harder Mm -hmm. and this was the first time where like i didn't try and this is the only time it has ever felt like you know aligned that's crazy because this is the first time that i've fully detached yeah and it aligned fully because detached. usually like i'm the one who holds on to yeah. ideas and like it's hard for me to let go of things Same. even if i physically let go mentally i haven't yeah and like you sometimes i will like you know i don't know try to manipulate situations and this time i really just completely let go i had yeah. no attachment to anything same I was just living my truth. Just vibes. Just pure vibes. Vibes, vibes and genuine love for each other. Yeah. Like we always, and respect. Yeah. Sure. Love and respect for each other. We were always rooting for each other. And we always wanted what was best for each other. And so. Yeah. Here we are. You're welcome. Love that. <laughs> I hope you guys are happy to see us back together. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I know you guys are probably fucking traumatized. <laughs> That's what we didn't talk about. Like the fucking trauma of somebody just like leaving and coming back and leaving yeah, and coming back. I know. Sorry, girl. That is sorry. (laughs) We promise. Yes. We have made a commitment. We have made a commitment. We are taking this less seriously, but that much more seriously. You're going to get more of like the first few episodes of Good Girl. Yeah. Those kind of vibes. Yeah. That's what we're coming back to. Yeah. Don't worry. We still have our like intense (laughs) advice moments. Yeah. But like we're definitely here to just like create a good space for you guys and talk to you more and like yeah have fun have fucking fun do expect to see a lot more of us we're so excited thank you so much for sticking with us we love you so much and as always you can find good girl on tiktok twitter and instagram at good girl pod i'm at julie lena thomas i'm at paramakin.charm and we'll see you next thursday love Love you you. oh (laughs) Oh, it was supposed to be perfectly aligned (laughs) i was like okay Ready? Love you. We have to keep this part in. <laughs> you guys thought we okay. just said that in unison every time? No. Usually we got better towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Love, Love you. you. Bye. <laughs> oh, I just realized you have a little, the charm here is so cute. Thank you. I had I a like lot and they slowly fall off. Oh. <laughs> I'll dance on stage in the fly. <laughs> I literally had this guy hand it back to me. I was like, you can keep it. It's a little charm. I was so embarrassed. I'm like spinning around this thing like shoots at me. Oh my God. Why is it so funny? Men are so awkward. They're like.